looking so beautiful in that pink, girl. We are we are so glad that you're gonna be with us. Do you have your uh, template, Paula? You have a template. Everybody else got theirs tonight. It's a it's a short one. It's a short one, which means Victoria is gonna make us talk a lot. That's what that. Yes. (laughs) Look at the granite. She's waiting. I'm ready. Okay, Holly, we're including you in the weekend review also, so we'll be getting getting with you on that. Victoria, I'm going to call on you first. Okay. Then, Ruth, you go, I'll go, and, and I'll lead into you, uh, Paula, so you can tell us about your, your weekend review. And then, when she gets to a good stopping point, Victoria, you will just come on in. All right. That sounds good? Yes, sounds good. Okay. All right. I think, oh, you all will be happy to know that I found an author. What do you mean you found an author? You remember I told you I didn't have a favorite author. I found oh, okay. oh, see. Okay. 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 That's yeah. that's part of my weekend review because it took me a whole week to find one. You know what? All right, everybody. It's time to uh, roll the open. Have a great okay. show. Okay. Thank you, you, Alan. Welcome to Authors Up, Authors Up. <laughs> Boy, we got a new face. We got a new face in the Ooh. house tonight. Certainly, <laughs> Gabucci is here with us. It's Miss Paula Obi. Hi, Paula. Hello. Hey, Paula. And Ruth is with us, of course, and Victoria Henderson Poole is up there in the corner. And we got our first listener on the line tonight. Hey, Dan, good to have you. Nice to have you. Uh, so glad that you are with us tonight. This is a, a first. We always have some firsts. Hey, Dan, Linda. Um, and we kind of put out a call and we said if we didn't have a volunteer, we would make a volunteer. Yes. And, and the, and she was so gracious, but we want to do this uh, fairly often. So whenever one of us has to be away or one of us is out, then we're going to have one of our listeners come in and, and co-host with us. And Paula, it's your night to do that. And we welcome you to offer <laughs> on this side of the program. Yes. Uh, so right. we're going to get started like we usually do. And that's to start with our week in review. And Victoria, we're going to start off with you tonight. Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, bronze girl, plus one more tonight. Hey, bronzette. 
<laughs> it is good to see everybody. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, my week in review. Uh, you know, it really wasn't uh, eventful, except that I went to work and tried to get back into the flow and rhythm of that after my beach excursion. And I wasn't really successful. I'm going to tell you, I, was, I struggled all week. <laughs> I couldn't get myself together. And I kept looking at my video of the of the beach and listening to the waves and i just i just couldn't get it together and we're still off on fridays we have um one more left but by the time i got to friday i was so grateful i was so grateful <laughs> <laughs> so that really has been my week i tell you it's, it's just um just thanking god just to be here tonight okay very good and you saw where lynn gave greetings to the queen so she's she <laughs> <laughs> Victoria. Oh, I got one more thing. I took my wig off. Look, y'all, I took my wig off. Oh, Ooh, look, look, I got some hair. It, it is all gray. Oh, my God. But it's fabulous. It looks wonderful. Thank you. It it's it's going to take some getting used to, but you know, whatever. <laughs> it's mine. It's mine. Yeah. All mine. It, it works. Okay, it works. It's, it's gorgeous. It is. Ruth, what was up on your in your neck of the woods for the week? What do you have going on? Well, um, let's see. So my oldest daughter had come to visit. We sent her, and you know, she stayed with us for a week. You know, lovely hair. Yes, yes. So yes. she did Fabulous, an amazing. Darling job um you know can't complain about that um ended up sending her home i was supposed to be on the road today which is why we have paula and we appreciate you love yes. having you here already um but obviously that didn't work out so um my youngest actually moved into her first apartment wow. today so what? i am officially an empty nester. I'm sick of She's you. not coming back. I'm just sick of you now. She has her own apartment. She has her own apartment. Yes. That baby is not old enough to have an apartment. Go get her. She. What the world? No. I was supposed to. I don't want at this point. No. Good evening, Francina. Good evening. So, yeah, so I'm officially an empty nester, and she got her own wow. place. And, you know, she, oh, wow. you know, and, and the thing is, you know, as parents, you're like, okay, well, we're not able to be there for the move, so just make a list. Let us know what you need. And we're yeah. thinking, okay, towels, things like that. She's like, no, I need furniture, and I'm like, so she's in her own apartment, no roommates, just no. She does have a roommate. Oh, she does okay. have a roommate. Okay, um, I feel so... a little better. Yeah, no. So she is maybe like two blocks from the campus. Her roommate oh, okay. goes to the medical side of the campus. And, yeah, you know, it, it's she. She can walk to work. She can walk to class. So you know, she's in a good spot. It's yeah, yeah. She is all. She thinks she all grown up because you know there were some things we were back and forth on Friday talking about. Okay, well, did you talk to your landlord? Did you call the right. electric company? Oh, you you know, do you have us. power? That kind of thing. But yeah. We yeah. gotta help her. Gotta help her. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she's all right. She's all right. Oh, I'm, I'm just sick. I'm just sick. That, that baby's sick. in her own apartment. That's just mm -hmm. yeah. see. That's why my hair gray. That's why my hair gray. That's why I got chunks of gray. Look at that. So, yeah. Her own apartment. We'll keep on your our prayers for sure, yeah. Lord Jesus. Yes. <laughs> 
week, my week was a lot of my week was actually spent on this show because um, <laughs> I I was when the topic came up and we decided we were going to do books mm-hmm. and we were talking about some of the things we're gonna we were going to discuss. I thought I don't. I'm not falling in that category. Favorite <laughs> books? No, I'm not seeing that for me. But you know what I did? I actually went to my bookshelf and started perusing the books that I had. Um, and I actually, I said, if I have more than than two books by a particular mm. author, then at some point in time, you like been a favorite. Yeah, you know. So I did come up with two. Okay. Uh, All right. I'm not okay. gonna tell you who they are yet. Okay. Yeah, you hold that thought because they gotta get qualified. Time. <laughs> I'm gonna wait and share. <laughs> I'm wait and share when when Queen Victoria asks me that. Hey. Oh, God. I got an answer. I got an answer. <laughs> but Paula, tell us about your week. What did you have going on this past week? You know, I've had a really good week. Last week we had um, a church conference, and I'm still feeling the atmosphere of the theme of using your gifts. Oh, presentation was so appropriate because everything that happened this week, you know, professionally was a blur because I was thinking about the workshops and how we need to be Uh focused on using our gifts for fulfillment. Arthur's up. I just love you all. I love love you. We love you. Yes, I talked about how sometimes we don't understand that writing is really a gift from God. It is. And that Authors Up, the show, definitely defines what it's like to be use your gift from God. So it is my That's a week I've been reflecting on that. That's great. That's great. That's great. We didn't even have to pay you to say that. (laughs) I know, right? I know. Free advertisement tonight. (laughs) And listeners, I want you to know Paula's Paula's going to be back because she is going to be our uh, uh, co-host for the month of August. So she'll be back with us on August 28th, Sunday, August 28th, uh, when Ruth really will be away. Yes, <laughs> she said she got the tickets. Yeah, I got the tickets. Oh, I'm not, no. I won't be here. So, okay. so Paula will be, be sitting in for her on the 28th as well. So Victoria's in the in the driver's seat tonight. So come on. Yeah, we're going to drive. Well, tonight we're going to talk about all things books. That's what I'm calling it. All things books and reading. We were, we were just talking about the effects that reading had on us. And so we said, we let's just do a show to talk about um, the effects reading has had on it, on us, some of our favorite authors, some of our favorite books. So I'm going to start out with, let's talk about the effects reading had on you. Um, for me, I, I was an avid reader when I came up. Um, I would read everything that wasn't nailed down, I tell you. Um, I specific, specifically remember my mom had a set of books. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Uncle Arthur's Bedtime Stories. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, I, it was a volume set. Because, you know, at that time, you know how people used to come around, knock mm-hmm. on your door, and sell sets and encyclopedias and things. So she bought the Uncle Arthur's Bedtime Stories. I, and she would read us a story. 
But then I turned around and, and would read them all too. So that that's like my fa- first thing I actually remember reading besides C-Spot Run, you know, all of that <laughs> <laughs> was Uncle Arthur's Bedtime Story. And I just, I love to read. I, I would just read, like I said, I would read anything and everything. And my mother tells me she used to read the uh, dictionary. I didn't go that far, but no, <laughs> I did. I was looking up bad words, so I just kept reading it. You know what? I love the show. You know, it's gonna be that kind of show. It's be that kind of show. It is. Virtual. Make you to say bad words. Well, uh, since you was looking up bad words, tell us about the effect reading had on you, bad girl. <laughs> obviously it informed who I am today but mm-hmm. um you know like you my mom had a set of uh historic volumes I'm not sure what they were they weren't um they weren't encyclopedias but they they, they had anthropology and yes uh just different type of um historical stuff in it which I think about now is probably what inspired my love for that you know and one of the things i remember the earliest memories is her taking us to a library and getting a library card and that to me everywhere i went after that that was usually the first spot i went wherever i moved okay where's the library how do i get a library card and i did that with the kids too it's just like i need a library card you know so that wherever i went i at least had books so that that for me, I, I to me, it, as long as we got books, we got something to read. I'm good. Exactly, so. exactly. What about you, Paula? Well, you know, my grandmother is really responsible for me reading. Uh, she would purchase everything that she could purchase as far as kids' books, and she would mm-hmm. just force me to read it. And she would pay me if I would tell the right story. Oh. So that was her way of um, getting me to understand what I was reading to oh. see what I thought about it. I think she she wanted to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. So she would say, have you read the book? She'd ask me and I'd say, yes, but what what, what was the book about? And I would tell her and then I'd, you know, know, it wasn't a lot, maybe 50 cents, but that was a lot for her. Yeah, you know how much candy we could have for 50 cents. Every book that I would get, I'd go, I've read this book. (laughs) I didn't realize that it was really setting the stage for my hunger for books. Exactly. Um, Because what it did was books allowed me to go places that I couldn't go in my day, in my day to day mm-hmm. life. Yes. I'm reading books about China and all these places and it just kind of stirred my interest. So yeah, my grandmother's responsible for that. Wow. And the book report and the money that comes with it. Okay, exactly. <laughs> I love that. I love that. All right. All right. All right. That's a good point. <laughs> all right, Andrea, what about you? Well, um, my uh I read a lot more when I was little, when I was younger, uh, than I get to read now. Mm-hmm. I don't get to read reading for fun and profit. No, I don't get to do that. <laughs> but I'd like to <laughs> because it seems that I don't get to to read as much for the sheer joy of reading. Right. Uh, it's usually attached to something, you know, somebody else say, you need to read this book for this, or you need to read this book for that. So 
So uh, it's always tied to some kind of purpose, either yeah. work ministry or something like that. But when I was small, when my mom would, would read to me, and when I got old enough to read the books on my own, what I wanted to do was narrate children's books. That's always been, I have not done it yet. Oh. But uh, you notice I say yet? Yet. Real time. That's right. Uh, that had always been my desire. When I went to broadcasting school, I went to learn all the nuances so that I could narrate children's books. That was oh, always wow. what I to do. So I, it's coming. It's mm-hmm. coming. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I like that. I, I love that we all have similar, you know, love and the passion that we have for reading. Well, what about, you know, things have changed now. What about um, how do you like the options we have for reading now versus handheld books now I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you i love a handheld book i just can't get into the audible yet if, if we're reading for the book club or anything i've got to order the book because it's nothing like getting a brand new book i don't care if it's old but it's, it's new to me and i'll just look at it and i'll look at the pages and then i'll write in the inside the date that i got my book and oh it's just it's just I know. I, I just have a fascination. I just still love books, so I, I don't know. I, I what what are you guys' opinions on the on the books versus what we have? I'm, like the I'm an audible person. I, I really, particularly if it's a book club assignment. Okay. I I love listening to it, especially if it's a a, a good actor that's narrating it. Okay. That just makes the book come to life all the more. I just, I enjoy, I enjoy that piece. But here's the interesting thing. I was at a camp, uh, a One Day with God camp, which is something for uh, incarcerated women who are getting out of uh, prison and reuniting with their children, the whole thing. But <clears throat> the night before, they, they have a, a, just a ministry gathering with the women. Mm-hmm. And the woman who was leading it said, pull out your Bible and turn to, and we all looked just like Victoria. Nobody had a Bible. I could not believe it. Everybody was doing this, right? Got that phone. They got that phone. Came home that day and I was one of my multicolored Bibles because I had highlighted things in different colors, you know, all through the word and everything. And I thought nobody even hardly carries a Bible anymore. And the woman was shocked, and we were too. We were all looking at each other, going, You got a Bible. You got a Bible. told me to bring it. Nobody else have a Bible. (laughs) But see, that's the convenience. That is the convenience of having a, um, a, a an e-reader. You can yeah. take your books with you. And, and I'll be honest, I am strictly Kindle. You know, okay. I, I own yeah. a few books. I've transferred all of them to my e-reader. Oh. Um, you, you know, there, there are a few books that I don't. And, you know, any picture book, like um, okay. any coffee table type book, I do keep as an actual because I love the vibrant print on it. But yeah. for me, if I'm going to read, it's going to be on an e-reader. Wow. Now, I do listen to audiobook, um, but if it's good, I go and buy the Kindle because then I have to go back and actually read it. Because to me, okay. I, I hear it, 
but I process it better once I actually read it. Read the word. But, okay. Yeah. And the thing is, though, with my, you know, if you're carrying a book with you and you finish it, you're done. But if you carry your Kindle with you, you have your library with you and you that can just continue true. reading it. So that is that's, true. That, I, that, that's mine. Okay. I like those pages, though. <laughs> is, nothing like that. What about you, Paula? I like them both. Yeah, you know, I do. I like them both. Uh, I'm just, I'm not really into the Kindles, but I am into the audiobooks. Uh -huh. Okay, I really like to listen to yeah. how they say the words, and 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 like Ruth, I'll go back and get the book. But it's something about listening to the story that reminds me of my youth. Just listen to read to. It's been read okay. to me. Absolutely, it's been read to me, and I really enjoy that. Now, what you might find is I have the book. Mm -hmm. But I prefer to listen to it sometimes, and sometimes mm -hmm. I prefer to, mm -hmm. to read it. So I guess I like the best of both worlds. Is that okay? Right. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Fun. It's, yeah. I love the, it's the options for us that we have yeah. today. Yeah, we didn't have those um, when, when we were all younger. No, mm -hmm. it, it was either you had the book or you did not. <laughs> well, I guess they had it on tape, right? You know, they have books on tape. Cassette tape? I don't know. I don't but know. I don't know because I never. I don't I know. I wasn't into book on yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah, they would have had like 26 tapes because I mean, like Harry Potter alone is like 33 hours. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah, really. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. The oh, last man. book is about 33 hours. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. And that's on Audible? That's on Audible. Yep. Oh, see, oh no. yeah, no, I got tired. I was reading the series with my daughter, <laughs> but I got tired reading the last book. So I just yes. purchased the audio book and I was a little surprised because it was about 33 hours. Yeah. Yeah. I've read all the Harry Potter books. I've mm -hmm. read them just to, I wanted to know what my kids were reading, mm -hmm. you know, so I said, well, let me read this too. And I kind of liked it. So, you know, I like the books better than the movies, but we digress. <laughs> But that's another subject. Yeah, we digress. Yeah, we digress a lot. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, you know, we don't want to want to talk about. I want to talk about a book that had uh, an impact on you. Um, mm -hmm. That you, you know, like okay, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say mine. Um, there's an author. His name is Elin Harris, and I know people may not um, or understand or even like the subject matter. And he's a gay man, and he wrote a series of books called The Invisible Life. And then um, after Invisible Life, he, it was the continuing story of the character in the book. And he wrote about the, the plight of being a black man and being a gay man and all the things that that community had to go through. Hmm. And I tell you, um, I, it was very rare for me up until that point to have a book that took you through a range of emotions. And I literally found myself crying at some points at the cruelty of people mm -hmm. and at um, how a person could feel when they feel the whole world is against them. Mm -hmm. And I would, I would have to stop reading sometimes because I was crying. And it was just the emotional toll that, and but I, I tell you, I have every last one of his books on my shelf. <laughs> and Elin Harris, when he passed, Elin, Elin Harris, and when he passed, I cried. Oh God! <laughs> you know, he just he he wrote a real story, and yeah. he made he, about real people, and I and it really made an impact on me, and it, I think it it really helped me to 
put aside some biases that I had grown up with. Mm-hmm. And um, so that that is just, uh, I don't know, it's still very powerful for me mm-hmm. because the, the book, it just, I mean, he had a best friend who was gay and when he had a, caught HIV, so it was written in that time period when mm-hmm. HIV became rampant. And when his friend died, I, it was like my friend died. You know? um, because powerful, I had a friend though. that died when I was 16. And so it was just, I don't know, it was just impactful. So yeah, yeah it's very powerful. And it show and that showed me those sets of books really showed me the power that words can have. Um, when someone is just telling their story. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, is there anything like that for you guys? I have one. Um, it's called The Beautiful Days of My Youth by Anna mm. Novak. And it's actually a Holocaust uh, memoir. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ms. Novak was, I think, either 15 or 16 when she went through the camps. And she actually went through like eight of them in six months. But she only remembers two of them, or she, she remembered she passed away in uh, 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was a 16-year-old. And at some point, she writes that she enjoyed writing. She was just a typical teenager when, she, you know, the war broke out. Mm-hmm. But she felt this need that she had to write down what was happening for judgment day she needed they need she needed proof of you know what everything that occurred and she actually kept a journal in her time in the camps i mean she would get scraps of paper use toilet paper whatever she could find and somehow she ended up smuggling all this journal out of the camp with her after the six months and it's just i mean she was it was literary she went on to be to become a playwright but you know it was her time in there that just you know even as she wrote it she was just you could tell how lucid she was and just how descriptive and everything and just reading it you go okay at 16 she knew she had a purpose with her writing she knew what her writing could do. And wow. even though it was written for young adults, it was, you know, I read it a few years ago and I was just by struck by it. Wow. I was like, wow. wow. Just, you know, wow. Yeah, so. what she went through and that she smuggled it out and mm-hmm. made it out to write about it. That, yeah. that is powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's something. That is something. It's me. I, I don't have, I don't have a book that was hmm, that carried that kind of well I'm not even going to say that because it it was for me it had mm-hmm. been for me and that was becoming hmm. Michelle Obama's yeah. oh really um, mm-hmm, because I I couldn't I had no idea of some things. Mm-hmm. I had always wondered, you know, what that life was like. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course you can you can look at people and they look to have everything together and they look to have, you know, a life that you think, ooh, you know, I might like that kind of life. But just and and listening to her narrate uh, some of those very painful things. Uh, that they went through and still come through with what I perceive is dignity on another level. Mm -hmm. When I think of some of the things that were said to them, some of the things that were deliberately done, Mm 
Um, but they stood tall and they stood proud. And that that really, I, I, I just remember reading some parts of it thinking there is just no way. There's just no, no way. I've been locked up somewhere writing pages to Orange is the New Black. Okay. No, that's what you say. I I know I've saved, but <laughs> right, but, right. But yeah, it really it it really did the way that she navigated. Yes, and the way that she protected uh, her girl um, was just you know it it just gave me a, a new appreciation. Right. Um, yes. For making it. I like that. I'm, I'm going to have to put that on my list. I'm going to put it on my list. Mm -hmm. and, and Audible with that one is really good. Listening to her. Oh, because yes. oh, she does it. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to do that. Yes, yeah. that, that my gave it some, some deeper meaning for me. Too, so. mm -hmm. What that about you, Farm? You know, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. I'm, I'm a little bit of a English literature Jane Austen Period. Oh. Yeah, I am. And I was introduced to Jane Austen in 2006. And I thought, how could you write this at such a young age in that era when things were so different? And there was don't even think about running water or running anything electric, right. just people and relationships and whew, class systems and whatever. And just she just mesmerized me. And uh, my favorite book by her is uh, Persuasion. Yes, okay. I love Persuasion. I've read that. I have you to know, read that too. You have to read and you know, I've looked at several of the movies, but the book just reminds me of so many people that I know today, <laughs> <laughs> probably including myself. But, you know, we're talking about an era of what, 1700s and 1600s when other things were going on in our race, but she's talking about hers. And I'm, I'm just kind of mesmerized by her mm -hmm. ability to write. Yes. Right. Yes. Oh, yes. Cool. So I, I will have to check that out. I kind of avoid, and, and I think when we get to influential authors, I'll talk a little bit more about it. But I tend to avoid certain authors from a certain age simply because their language gets so flowery. It's just mm -hmm. like, okay, were well, you guys writing on a word count? You could have wrote in a hundred words what you just wrote in twenty five thousand. So, because I mean that 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 was the thing. Like I love Mary yeah. Shelley, but okay. oh my god, half the book had nothing to do with the story. Wow! Like, and even like Charles Dickens, he he worked on the debt. He worked on word count. He had to get a particular amount of words to his publisher, and it's just like you could tell when you started reading it. So. Oh, wow. I'm going to check out Persuasion, though, because I've always wanted to say that I at least read it. Right. I kind uh, of avoided it, but if you're giving it a glowing review. Persuasion I, by Jane Okay, I would, because they're even bringing it back as a movie in today's mm -hmm. like 2021 era, so I yeah. think it has a special touch, and I do agree with you. They do talk a lot. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, it takes them forever to want ask one thing. <laughs> the character, you know, it's like you know, you only need to say two words today to, to, to point. Uh, yeah, but um, I just fell in love with with it for some reason yeah. to me. So yeah, I would definitely read the old older versions because the new movie's coming out. You know, oh, okay. okay, yeah. Okay. 
Have any of you read, uh, Angie put up uh, Cecily Tyson, Just As I Am. Have any of you read that yet? No, I'm going to put that on the list too. Okay, Angie, we got it on the list. We got it on the list. Because I know that's got to be phenomenal. And, oh, and yeah. listeners, especially on, you know, on Facebook, um, if you, you want to put in the comments what your favorite books are in any, mm -hmm. um, please do. And we, we, we're not going to be able to get to the comments right now, but I promise you we'll look back at them and, um, and, yeah. and, and comment, please. And if you want to tell us um, like who your most influential authors are and, and a book that meant something to you, you can send us an email, authorsupatgmail.com, and we would love to read your comments if you want to hear on, the, on our next show. So, okay, guys, what about um, your favorite authors? Yeah, I'm going to let somebody else go first. I'll start. Go ahead. I, I actually don't have a favorite author, but I do have an influential author. Okay, and it's ahead. funny because I, I was thinking of skipping this last night, but we were watching uh, something <laughs> on TV, and they brought it up because um, as a kid, my favorite author was Edgar Allan Poe. Really? Yes, and I was like, you know, I don't tell people that because he, he you know, he <laughs> was said as a kid, as a kid, yeah, as as a kid. That's why usually I get that kind of reaction because he was the father of you know gothic horror. You know, he preceded you know even like Bram Stoker. He's another one of my influential authors because it was just like he he birthed a genre. You know, with yeah. the, the 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 monsters and things like that and. You know, for me, reading those and Edgar Rice Burroughs, I mean, he literally changed the world. He went to Mars before wow. we even could get to the moon. So, How about that? He, mm, You're so, right. you know, just authors like that. And I think this one you guys might know, Barbara Cartland. No? Um, she was a romance writer in the... <laughs> Early 1900s. Did she, she, did she write any Harlequin romances? <laughs> yes, she wrote That's over who seven. I she was seven hundred. Yeah. I know her. Historical. <laughs> See, okay, I'm not the only one. Don't look at no, me like that. When you, when no, I, when you said that name, and I said, did she write any Harlequin romances? See, no, I was no. hooked to the Harlequin romance. Thank you, thank you, Andrea. Uh, don't don't make that face. Don't make that face. Seven, you should not make seven hundred. Sydney Sheldon. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. I just can't imagine writing that much. I, I know. Right? <laughs> I, I think at some point she probably started repeating them, but you know, <laughs> no, right. well, there's only so big. much you can tell. Yeah. But I think for me, it was what they did more so than their books. Because yeah. like I said, even looking back now on like Edgar Rice Burroughs, there's some questionable stuff. And I can't stand the yeah. females in his stories. Because, you know, Tarzan and Jane, Jane gets a little tired after a while screaming for Tarzan. Come on, say, come on now. So, but the fact that he could change the world, you know, and that Barbara Cartland could change the face of romance. 700 books. You know, I makes do me remember think what her. I can do. I, I used to call her Cortland. I thought it was Barbara Cortland. Cartland, yeah. Cartland, okay. But I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Dame wow. Barbara Cartland. Yep. Wow. I well, yeah, I used to like Danielle Steele. I read every Danielle okay. Steele book. Okay, okay. I wrote. I read some of her stuff. I wrote some of her stuff. I read some of her stuff too. I didn't think I had a favorite author mm -hmm. um, until this assignment, and I was telling you guys, I I went through my um, 
vast library. <laughs> but I looked at my bookshelf and <laughs> I said, if I've got more than more than two of any. <laughs> okay, so who is it? Come on, come on. Favorite, come on. favorite. one was Sidney Sheldon. Okay. I love Sidney Sheldon. As soon as his books came out, I was there to get a copy. Uh -huh. I love Sidney Sheldon. Love that. And the other one is uh, Terry McMillan. Yes. Okay. I, I had a lot of her stuff. Yes. yes. I thought I had completely forgotten about Terry McMillan. Oh, yeah. I've been her a lot because I even went to Stella, a book signing and had her autograph on one of them. Oh, you, you have Stella? You have the group back? She was here at the Quail, Quail Ridge uh -huh. bookstore. Oh. And I went to a book signing, so I'm, I must have been really into her. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember why now, but, but yep, those so so I did have I did manage to find two favorite authors. Okay, yes. okay. What about you, Paula? I still have my one. It's still what? Jane Austen. It's <laughs> okay, okay. That's, that's all right. right. That's all right. It's, that's my one. And um, but again, but you don't know, forgot about Terry McMillan. Yes, and I forget, you're bringing back some of those authors that were impactful at the time. At the yeah, time. yeah, and that, we, that's the everybody guy. talked about them, read their books, and talked about them. They were in the book clubs. You know, we kind of forget about how they shaped our lives. Wow, wasn't that how Stella got her groove back? That's right. That's right. Anything you remember, how Stella got her groove back? Absolutely. So at certain times, these people were very important to us. Yeah. That's right. That's, that's right. Really yeah, that's true. Nice. What about um, Eric Jerome Dickey? We waited for the next release. You know, <laughs> when is her next book coming out? When is her next book coming out? Did y'all do Eric Jerome Dickey like that? Did y'all like his books? I'm not he familiar was, with yeah, him. A little, he was a little risque. Okay, scratch that one. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. Oh, Go ahead. Yeah. Eric Jerome we, we... Dickey, he's just a, a black a black uh, writer, and he just, he writes, he writes black. <laughs> so it's about things that happen in the hood kind of sort of. Oh, okay. okay. I was like, what does that mean? Now, as I've grown and matured uh -huh. and learned mm -hmm. not to read those kinds of books, <laughs> I like, uh, my favorite author is really, I, I like, I still like E. Lynn Harris, though, but uh, Dee Henderson, she writes um, Christian, um, sort of like suspense, romance yeah. things. Now, and that is my favorite, favorite type of book is that that suspense kind of thing, like who done it? But I like the what that's the fact that she gives you suspense, but it's also Christian based and somebody in there going to talk about the goodness of God really? and in all things may not work out good, but it still gives God glory. And, you know, even though somebody's trying to kill somebody. Still, still good. Somebody kidnapped somebody. Somebody's been missing for years. Okay, we found them. Somebody lost their memory, but they. they lost but they remember Jesus. That's it. That's it. They remember Jesus, and they just kind of give me hope. You know, they give you hope. Anything. So I, I like that. So I like uh, that. that is a very good way of putting it, Lynn. Lynn. Yeah. 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 Lynn said he's very ethnic. Hey, yes, <laughs> he is very ethnic. <laughs> I'm surprised. I, you, I thought you were all. I thought you were all romance. Who me? 
Yeah. Uh uh-uh, uh, not not so much. It no, isn't she to... the one who usually says that she needs a kiss in the always? Uh, yeah. yeah. No, right. Whatever we're writing. Yeah. <laughs> a slap. That that's her contribution. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta have a slap or a kiss, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what she's not telling you is that the uh the D. Henderson's books have a lot of that in it. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Nobody, nobody going to do something to somebody. Yes, no, she's not, I'm just going to tell it for her. She needs my. Thank you. <laughs> you are. Oh, Paula, you are fitting right in. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa, I have about a million books. Of Lisa, is it Lisa Harris? Lisa Harris. She writes those kind of books too. Mm-hmm. But some something is going wrong somewhere. It's just not all going to be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's going to work out in the end. Well, I tell you what, ladies, this has been uh, this has been fun for me. It's been a yes. fun journey uh, in in uh, discovering some books and some authors we may not have have known, and others that we may not have appreciated as much as we could have or should have. True. <laughs> and good getting the. Um, Lynn says she likes your book collection. <laughs> it's a little scary. You know, and I, I actually have passed on my passion for reading to my children. We, oh, I've got, good. I've got like at least five bookshelves around here, and wow. it's just full of books, and okay. they like mysteries and all. You know, That's are you good. there, God? It's me, Margaret. You know. No, look, look. That's good. You remember that book? Uh Oh my gosh. We get ready to say something. No, I was just gonna say that's pretty good, Victoria, because only one of mine got it. The other two are just like, yeah. Whose child are you? Well, the older two are, you know, pretty much out the house, but they've left all the books. So I don't know. Well, you know, those are heavy. When you put them in a bond. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but I think that we have proven how much books okay. and writing and reading yeah. have yeah. influenced us yeah. as, as writers. Absolutely. And um that's right, Judy Bloom. That's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How could we forget Judy? Judy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, this is this is and I hope that our listeners have had as much fun as we have had tonight because this really has been has been enjoyable. Brought about some fond memories. Definitely. Uh gave us some interesting to-dos because we have yeah. some titles that we are going to explore on our own and enjoy. Uh, But unfortunately, our time is just about I know. It went so fast tonight. No, no. But does anybody have any? Oh, yes, Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou. I know why the crazy birds sing. Yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. But does anybody have any... um, Closing comments for tonight. I'll start with you, Ruth. You have any closing comments for tonight? Oh, I just want to thank Paula for joining us. You are Absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. Um, I just want to tell everybody keep reading. I mean, yeah. there there is a book yeah. out there, and I just want to share. So my son is not a reader. We couldn't get him to read until he discovered the Captain Underpants books. Okay, go. <laughs> and that is the. Some of the silliest stuff out there, but that just tells you 
you're a reader. You just got to find the books that you connect to. There's something for That's everyone. All. Yeah. <laughs> something for everybody. So there you go. <laughs> just keep looking. You're going to find it. And that is not on my library. <laughs> not on your library list. <laughs> I don't think I see any of over here with the girl. So. Let me look behind you, Victoria. Behind me in my bookshelf? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can pick one out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Victoria, I don't know. I, I just don't know. You have any closing comments tonight? Look, let me let Paula go because I'm laughing. Maybe I have one. You know, it's really interesting uh, all the different types of books that we like. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're four, but we represent a whole lot of people yeah. that read a lot yeah. of different types of books. Yeah. So, as you said, you know, no one probably ever thought I would bring up the name J uh, Jane Austen. No, ma'am. <laughs> but there's a book that speaks to us. <laughs> In a different way. It may not be on your shelf, may not be on my brother's shelf, but it's, but I love the variety and the way we're educating each other on books. I yes, that's it. it. Yes. Awesome. awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, you, you have yourself together, Victoria. I'm together, I'm together. <laughs> you know, I just want our listeners and our viewers just to keep reading, keep reading. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you pick up the book. I don't care if you listen to the book. I don't care if you do the e-reading thing, you know, I don't do it, but be like me, you know, just don't kiss the book, whatever you do, just keep reading. And and if you, you know, like the book and, and, and there's something that you relate to, you start writing, write, just write your thoughts down and just keep doing that, sharing your stories. Absolutely. And that, that is it. And that's, that's really what we're all about. We're glad to uh, be able to talk about the work that other people have done and how it's inspired us and and uh, all of that good stuff. But you know, the world is waiting for your story. Yes, yes. The world is waiting for your story. Uh, so be sure that just like Victoria said, you know, don't get the book, write the book, mm -hmm. write the book. Just to write. And, and you will be amazed. You'll be amazed at the stories that are in you that you can share with the rest of the world. So I, I thank you all for being with us tonight. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you, Paula. For thank being you, Paula. We look forward to having you guest host again at the end of the month on the 28th. Paula will be back with us. So I'm not sure what we're going to talk about. It's always a surprise. To <laughs> you, but to us. <laughs> we are grateful. We're happy that you're with us. And come on back next Sunday. We will be right here at 7 p.m. for Authors Up. And I tell you what, you never know. Never know. Know what's going to happen with the author's up. So, good night, everybody. Thanks for being with us. Night, Bye. Ruth. Bye, Victoria. Good night, Bronze Girls. Good night. <laughs> I love you all. Good night.